Welcome to the Family Show with Tom Bernard and co-host Catherine Brandt, Hackmaster, Dr. Vashram MD, Andy Brandt Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. We will be right back right after this. Join the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. Hollywood is swinging because Kristen Burt is Hollywood to us. There's no question about it. When I think Hollywood, I think Kristen Burt. And when I think Kristen Burt, I think paying to get her kids into a good college. No, that's not it. That's not it at all. I have two cats. Your little kittens. What are your kittens' names? London and Linus. Oh, London and Linus, very cute. good. We Sweet. like it. Yeah. So everything is good in in uh, in Hollywood except for the fact everybody's a scumbag. Yeah, Other another another director or producer or something got popped oh, for yeah. something. Yeah, as a CEO. Oh, as a CEO. Mm. Oh, yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. What did he do that all the rest of them don't do? I don't get it. He just got caught. I mean, that was the. Thing. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, at least you're honest about it. Oh, he got caught, yeah. that moron. He got caught. No, I, I mean, the, the thing is, is that uh, the text messages were released. Um, and, of course, it involved Brett Ratner. Because if there's not a scandal, you know, unless Brett Ratner is actually involved. Um, That's true. There was one actress. And, and listen, this actress was willing to sleep with powerful men in order to get a part. So... Sure. They were willing to abuse their power. She was willing to use her feminine power um, in exchange for roles in Hollywood. And that's, you know, if you're all on the same page on it, you know. Yeah, what's the it's, yeah. it's still an abuse of power, but yeah, I was, you know, but I'm like, every, there's no, there was no one that was like, hey, I'm not a willing participant in this. Everyone was a willing participant until the girls started harassing everyone saying, I want better parts. I want more roles. I spoke with you. I don't want just a one-liner. So I think they started, you know, 
going, oh, my God, what did we get ourselves involved in? By the way, you know, of course, the CEO for Warner Brothers was married. So there's that issue. Minor point. Yeah, but that's nothing. Good. Yeah, minor point. It is a minor point. You know, uh, not to look, his wife, it's not a minor point. <laughs> but well, no, no, I agree with that. But sometimes it is. It's just fine. It's just part of the arrangement. I mean, that's... I, I, you know what? Everyone... Listen, this is what everyone says. Oh, they must have an open marriage. They have an arrangement. I would say that happens less than 3% of the time. I think we're all willing to just sort of dismiss it. I think the sneaky behavior happens more often than someone having an arrangement yeah. or an open marriage. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. Well, yeah, because it would be easy to yeah. run around and just say, oh, I have an open marriage. And people think, oh, that's just how it is. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. And not tell the spouse that. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, so, so there's an open marriage, but the spouse is unaware of it. <laughs> yeah, just on my side. Some people might say that's deceit. I'm not yeah, certain. That would be deceit. That is. <laughs> totally would be deceit. But I can see it happening, right? Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, what are you going to do? I was do? definitely, sure. or I'm on my way to getting a divorce, we're separated, all of those things. Don't wear the wedding band, you know. Right. Andy, yeah. I have to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. T-S-U-J-I-H-A-R-A, is that, would that be Suihara? What in the, T-S-U-J-I-H-A-R-A. T-S-U-J-I-H-A-R-A. Yeah, Sujihara. Sujihara. Sujihara, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the guy. Warner Brothers CEO Kevin wow. Sujihara's out over relationship with actress Charlotte Kirk. What I love is they're showing all these pictures of Sujihara, but not one of Charlotte Kirk. <laughs> that's rather interesting, isn't it? Yes. It's also interesting that his name is Sujihara. He's Japanese. <clears throat> his name is Kevin, and his wife's name is Sandy. You know, mm. Kevin and Sandy. You know, very famous Kevin. Uh, this development isn't too much of a surprise after the damning investigation by The Hollywood Reporter. Warner Brothers CEO Kevin Sujihara has stepped down over allegations of an improper relationship with an actress named Charlotte Kirk. Reports the Wall Street Journal essentially Sujihara is accused of wielding improper influence to land roles for Kirk. Don't they all do that, whether there's a sex involved or not? They all use their power to get people roles, don't they? That's what they do. Yeah. yeah. They use their power and their money to get people into college. They use their power and money to get kids in Manhattan into nursery school. Mm-hmm. This is not right. new news. <laughs> Why would you? So so they mad at him about something else, forcing him to step Because normally they wouldn't even force well, him to step down over this, would they? Well, you know what? There's a merger going on between Warner Brothers and AT&T. And so this there is a really bad is. look and a bad time for all this yep, to come out. Yep. Okay, that's the real answer. There's money involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the answer here. No, I, I was wondering, why would this even be a story? But it's a story because AT&T is going to squeeze them now. Yeah, he's done. Unbelievable. It's always about money, isn't it? Always about the money, which is unfortunate. But uh, look, I'm not saying you should run around... Uh, you know, I, I slept with Catherine a couple nights ago, and she hasn't done a damn thing for me so far. So where's my influence? I made dinner. <laughs> I made dinner. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's, that's yeah, better I, you could appreciate thing. a good meal. <laughs> yeah. You know what's amazing about that, Kristen, and I, everybody else knows this, that's why I'm pointing it out to you, but I've been at KQRS now. We're starting our 34th year in a couple of weeks, and... I insisted from day one and still insist to this day, I don't want to be anyone's boss. I don't want to lord over anybody. I don't need the the headaches that go along with being somebody's boss. I have never been somebody's boss. I can't tell them what to do. Uh, And I'm very happy about that because being someone's boss is a pain in the ass these days. And I saw that coming 35 years ago. Right? Yeah. Well, now you you certainly open you open yourself up to yeah, you every sort of social media problem now. Everything. No, you're absolutely right. And I just have no interest at all in being anyone's superior. Because actually that's the reason, uh, full full disclosure, when I worked for Capitol Records, um, I would talk to, uh, and the guys were great guys. They were both really good guys. But I do remember, and this is why I never wanted to be anyone's boss, because he called me, one of the guys called me one night, and he said, Tom, I need you to do me a favor. And I said, yeah, whatever. Let me know. I'll do you the favor. He goes, well, as your immediate superior, and I said, what did you say? He goes, 
was your immediate superior. I said, don't say that. Who says me. that unless you're in the military? Well, was the National Pro- Promotions Director for yeah, Capital. But you just don't say that. No, as your immediate superior. Oh. You know, Kristen, as your immediate superior as a human being, I want you to know. <laughs> what, was he Ted Knight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of was Ted Knightish, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the first time I heard that, I was like, okay, I'm never, ever going to say that to somebody. Never. And I don't think he even meant anything by it. He just thought that was the right thing to say. And I pointed out to him, no, that's not the right thing to say. Don't refer to yourself as somebody's immediate mm. superior or any other kind of superior. Super tacky. How about superior intellect? How about that? There you go. Yes, tell that everyone how smart anybody. you are. You know, love that, too. You know who's smarter than you? <laughs> that'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> me. Yeah, that'd really work, wouldn't it? People love that. <laughs> People would absolutely love hearing that one. But, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I don't think... I've never been anyone's boss. I was thinking in radio, I'm no one's boss, and I've been in radio since I was 18. Before that, I was a dishwasher, and I worked in, in – I've never been anyone's boss. I love this. That's wonderful news for me, you know. Well, you basically had, – you had a secretary at Yeah, but Capitol. I wasn't her boss. Uh, generally, when you have it a secretary. It was Cindy Rested. Nobody bossed her around. Well, I'm just saying. No, but there is a chain of command. <laughs> Yeah. There's a no. chain of command. There's no in that. command. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here's the chain of command. Hey Cindy, I'm on the phone with you right now. I'm flipping over my grilled cheese. There, that's the command right, right now. I never ever once said, You need to do this because I said so. I never did that. Cindy would have probably punched me. I wonder whatever happened to Cindy. She I, I really thought the world there. What a nice person. You'd probably find her on Facebook <clears throat> if you really wanted to. And then Joe McFadden, of course, was the branch manager. It was a good time. That was a really good time. So what's going on with Amy Schumer? Why did they come out and talk about the fact that her husband is on the spectrum now? What's that all about, Kristen? <laughs> on the autism spectrum? Yeah. Oh, you don't know this story? Speak a different, no, that they speak a different language. I think that was her big thing that she came out with. Hmm. So basically her career is failing, so now they have a medical condition? Well, I mean, listen, you have to have a story. You have to be in the news. And she just wanted yep. to, she, it was revealed in her Netflix special. So I think that was, she's like, I know that my husband thinks differently than I do and speaks differently than I do. And uh, you know what? You have to have something to talk about as a comedian. That's what she's using. I guess. But she, has she hit the wall in the movie business? Because she hasn't done anything no, quite some time No, but she's pregnant now, right she? now. She's pregnant. Oh, is she? Oh, God. See, back she's in the old really days, I'd have said something, but you can't birth. say those things anymore. You know. No. She's had right. one of those uh, pregnancies where, uh, I don't know what it's called, but when you have severe morning sickness through all the trimesters, not just oh, like God. the first trimester. There's an actual yeah. medical term for it. Anyone know? Hyperemesis. Gravidarum. Yep. That's yep. it. That's exactly That's what it, it is. I had that. Princess Alex Kate had that. Had too. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. You can be- I have that anytime I see an Amy Schumer movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I have There's never that. seen one of her movies. I've ne- I hate she, well, we had her on the show one time. She called in the KQ Morning Show one time. Was such a pain in the ass that I've never seen anything she's ever done. I've never seen anything she's ever been in. To tell you the truth, I just uh, I, I don't I saw know. The one with Goldie Hawn, and all it did was make me really miss like old Goldie Hawn movies. You yeah. know what I mean? You're just like yep. yeah. I was like, it makes me just want to go back and watch Private Benjamin and Overboard and things like that. I could see that. They they remade Overboard, didn't they, with uh, the woman yeah. from Mom? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. the blonde woman on yeah, the Anna Faris. Exactly. Yeah. Anna Faris. Yeah. I like her. Anna Faris is nice. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. And so is Allison Janney. She's nice, too. Yep. Amy Schumer loves her husband because of his autism, not in spite of it. She... What, what do you mean? You love someone in spite of their autism? What kind of jerk are you? Good, think about that. It just shows what an excellent human being she is. Yeah, Even much. though you're autistic, I still like you. What? Who would say that? <laughs> yeah, that Amy odd. Schumer. Yeah. Well, that sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that sounds to me like that should be criticized. I mean, that's belittling someone's if it's a real condition. Right. This poor guy has, and it's not, a real condition. Not when you're, not when you're Amy Schumer. Oh. 
Mm, I suppose not. Uh, Schumer married uh, chef Chris Fisher last year as autism spectrum disorder. He's on the spectrum, Schumer says, in her. Aren't we all on the spectrum, Dr. Basham? Yes. We pretty much all are, aren't we? Yes. Everybody's on that. So what is this argument? Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that means. And we are on the spectrum. Does, you know, and people, does, how much does this have to affect your life? Yeah. You know, he doesn't speak a different. I don't see. Yeah, they made it so vague that it basically means nothing. That's right. It's like means nothing. That who uh, yeah. everybody should pay pay their fair share. Mm. And what is that? No, it's, it's a vague. It's a vague term that's not defined. Right. So, right. No, you're absolutely right. Wait. So you're saying if so, I took the test, I'd be on the spectrum? Sure, somewhere. Yes. Somewhere you would well, be. It's absolutely. a spectrum, so yeah. It's basically infinite possibilities, so you know, everyone's on it in some way. Yeah, I have characteristics of uh, Asperger's myself, and I, you know, I just see it in myself, yep. and I go, oh, mm-hmm. you know, sort, of, sort of suppress that. But still, I mean, everybody has an element of that. You, if you'd find something in there, we'll, we'll find. I tell you what, Christian, we're going to find something. We're going to find something flawed in you. <laughs> you know, besides being a booze <laughs> hound, we're going to find some other flaw. The booze. Yeah, the girl who, who I, like months go by and she hasn't had a drink. That's me. <laughs> um, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not a big drinker. I don't. I like. I like it, but I. It three months can go by and I haven't had a, a drink. I just forget. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, I haven't had a glass of wine in a while. Yeah, you're not holding up your end of being a town. being from Boston. I'm not holding up the end of most of my family. <laughs> oh, well, oh, full reveal! Tell us more. It was. Is that a shot at your brother? I, I, I'm very. Uh, no, it's not actually. Okay. It's not. It's oh. not at anyone in my immediate family, honestly. But I grew up around. Both sides of the family have a lot of alcoholism, and uh, I have cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents. And my mom was great about it. She was always like, you're very comfortable around people that drink a lot because we had always had a lot of big family parties. She's like, when you start Mm -hmm. dating people, start paying attention to how much they drink because this is something that you're aware of and you're comfortable with. So make sure that they're not big drinkers because in the long run, it'll cause you issues down the line. And, And you know what? My husband and I both barely drink. It was always something that I stuck in the back of my head. That you just didn't want to booze on your husband? I did not. But, you know, uh, listen, my mom grew up with an alcoholic father, and it was a lot of stress for her. So I totally understand that. Yeah, no, I understand that completely. It's yeah, it's true. I, I don't think my dad was an alky, but, you know, he was mentally ill, so he'd get boozed up once in a while, I suppose, just to release the pressure on his brain or something. I don't know. He wasn't a big booze hound, though. He was just nuts. Is that the same thing? Booze hound nuts? It's all the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's all tied it, together. It's all on the spectrum. Okay, I got to tell you guys, so, we'll, we gotta, we'll be right back more with Kristen Burt, but then I have to tell you guys something that, that I did yesterday that, oh my God, it was unbelievable. We'll be right back. Join the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, They want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. 
Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information, everything you need. i got to start this segment by asking a question. I just looked up, you know, you look at the headlines, what's going on, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, it says, George Conway spat with Trump gets worse. Who the hell is George Conway? I never even heard of him. I don't know. I don't know. Does anybody know who Isn't George Conway, Conway is? <clears throat> no, not a George clue. George Conway. Um... Uh, let me see. He's an a American attorney that... and graduate yeah, of Harvard Yale. Oh, so he's Kellyanne Conway's husband. Yeah, he is apparently Kellyanne Conway's yeah. husband. Why would he be having a spat with the president? What that, that makes no sense. She works for him. Uh, I believe he's saying uh, that his mental state is deteriorating, and of course Kellyanne's like, "That's not happening." Um, but George is like, "You need to be. Everyone needs to be paying attention to this." So George is going against uh, going against Trump, even though she, her, his wife works for Trump. Yeah, he's been tweeting for for oh, a couple of years now about how horrible Trump is, um, but now he's really getting in on the fact that he believes he has a personality disorder. Uh, talking about Trump, of course, and uh, that we need to be paying attention to it. Okay, well, that see, I probably wouldn't do that if Catherine worked for anybody. I wouldn't go, you know who's a mental case? Your boss, that's who. <laughs> what the hell? What sense does that make? I appreciate Let that. me see this guy. i gotta, I got to open up this picture and see what this guy looks like. Because he looks like he's about five foot one. She looks, like, she, she looks a lot taller than he is, actually. So I don't know. Yeah, I can't get, oh, no, I can't get the picture to blow up. It'll just isolate. It won't get any bigger, but. I don't. I can't really tell what what his deal is. So he's an attorney, you said. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't understand why he would pick a fight with his his wife's boss. I don't really understand that. What's what's in it for him? Because there's got to be something in it for him to do yeah. it. I would imagine, right? I, I I think it's just one of those weird things. He just can't stand him. His wife loves working for him, and it. I think it works for their publicity. I think it works in some weird way in their marriage. Uh, going. Who was the um, back in the days of who were, one of them worked for Clinton and one of them worked for James Carville and uh, was it Mary yeah, Madeline? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind of like Madeline, that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Cause it, uh, Catherine and I are both both are centrists. We put, pretty much sit in the middle and go, "Look at these idiots." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like both sides are so nuts right now. I don't really understand. How, whatever. I, I I just didn't know. Who I was like, who the hell is George Conway? I never even heard of him. But Kellyanne Conway's husband, I guess. But um, I can't. I don't. I don't really see the picture. But she should probably uh, go to Pearl Vision, get an eye exam done, because <laughs> he even looks like a pain in the ass. Just a, I didn't see a real clear picture of him, but he looks like kind of a you know he's he you know how people hold themselves in a way that's very arrogant, like they their shoulders stick out or they whatever it is. You know, some people just have that arrogant posture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he's kind of doing. But I don't, I don't know anything about the guy. Maybe might be the greatest guy ever born. You think? Yeah, I don't, don't think so. No one else is chiming in. I know everyone's like, oh. <laughs> I know what the hell. What what do you got cooking? <laughs> so in any case, um, um, I got to tell you something that happened to me last night, and I can't give you the the particulars except for to say that I, I am a card holder for medical cannabis in the state of Minnesota. And I'm also a card holder for medical cannabis in Florida. And, um, I just was, uh, I was given the, the go ahead from Florida just yesterday. So I went and filled out, uh, because we're meeting, we're going to meet with the cumulus people down here within the next week to 10 days or something. So that's why we're in Florida and whatever but in any case so i go fill out my prescription i go to the uh dispensary and i get it and i come back home and i said well i may as well try one of these so like a moron i just took one 
one uh, out of the bottle, the one capsule out of the bottle, and uh, with a little water, put it down, and felt really great for about an hour. And then things started getting weird, and I literally got to the point where I was seeing things and hearing things, and I couldn't walk. Hmm. The tablet I had get, I had taken because I don't know who put it in there, or not tablet, but capsule. Who put it in? It was 50 milligrams of THC. Oh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Little head I high there. I cannot tell you. Oh, I'm t- I am not I am I not looked over at him, and he's just like completely passed out. And I'm like, I'm like, Tom, you're looking a little, uh, little sleepy. He's like, yeah, I really am. Um, <laughs> really that's do. happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not the worst part, though. So that's five times more than I usually take. Usually 10 milligrams is what I take to sleep. And I'm, I've been sleeping better than I've ever slept, so it works like a charm. But I don't know. They, they accidentally put one. Because the other four cartons were all 10 milligram, but that one was 50 milligrams. And I was nowhere near there, so don't wow. blame me. It wasn't Catherine. But here's the weird. How long were you knocked out for? <laughs> 12 hours. Yeah. 12 hours. <laughs> six o'clock at night till six o'clock in the morning. One of the problems is Catherine just went to bed, and I don't blame her for not trying to move me because I literally. It was, uh, well, generally, was if I turn off the television and you're sleeping in front of the TV, no matter if I've been right. in the room or not, you wake up because you like to sleep in front of the television. And I was like, he isn't getting up. I should go and check on him. So I get up. I was reading. I go in there, and you're gone. So I'm like, oh, you went to bed without saying goodnight? That's weird. You didn't tell me you were practically, you know, ODing. Okay. You cannot, you cannot OD on THC. That's not possible. Sounds like you did OD on THC. Well, yeah, I mean, OD that way, but not to kill you. Well, no, you won't die. But, but here's the weird part. I kept getting more and more and more, like everything turned into 5D rather than 3 or even 4 or 5D. <laughs> and then Whoa. I started hearing things. Uh-huh. Uh, it was unbelievable. That's medical stuff? Medical stuff, yeah. Wow. Well, it's 50 milligrams. Wow. It's, like I said, it's five times more than I normally take. So Catherine's in bed, so I do wake that. up, and Catherine's already gone, so I figured, well, I'll just go to bed. I couldn't move my legs. <laughs> That's how high I was. Oh my my legs wouldn't even work. I would have freaked out. Uh, no, what I was knew, it laced with? Wrong. That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. What was in that stuff? That was just 50, 50 milligrams of THC is a lot. Most people would take anywhere from two and a half to five to ten. But I, And I asked him when I brought it back, I said, who the hell buys this, the 50 milligram? He said, you wouldn't believe the people that need 50 milligrams. They're in so much agony, whether it's a mentally or physically or whatever it is, they need to take that much just so they don't feel constant pain. Wow. Yeah. Said, well, they can't yeah. feel anything. I can guarantee them that. There ain't, there's nothing you're going to feel if you're doing 50 <laughs> milligrams. Well, is, can, is, is cannabis like any other drug where it's, you take it for a while, you have to take more and more, you know, like stronger so. stuff uh, just to get the same effect? Ralph, do you know anything about that? It doesn't, does it work that way? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think it does. I don't, I, I don't I, think it does, No, no. No, it just. It, I'm telling you though, it, it's just that those those mental uh, pieces to it, like you see, you know, seeing third dimension, you're, things are starting to time shift for you. There's a fifth, yeah, you know, that, yes. and well, that, that and, and exactly if, it. you know, if you enjoy that experience, well, then that's what you're looking yeah. for. But if, if, it, if it's if it, you're uncomfortable with it, I mean, I think it'd be hor- horrific. I mean, just a horrific right. thing. I've heard of people oh. locking themselves in closets and everything because they're just just oh, so yeah. messed up. Well, I'm not a sugar tit like most people, so you know I toughed it up. Well, oh my God. gateway drug to smack, Tom. That's... Great gateway to heroin. <laughs> that's happened what? to me before, like because I vape at oh, it night. Has? Yeah, and sometimes I vape maybe just a little too much. It just depends on you know how early I took my CBD oil because when you combine the two, it can have an effect. Yeah. Like I've yep. laid in bed and I can't move my arms. I'm like I can't turn on my alarm, <laughs> and there's times I hear music. That, oh yeah! Oh, I heard. I like, heard things and saw things. Yeah, it's weird. Like all of a sudden, I hear like calypso music, and I'm like, "What's going on?" Do you I hear, hear music that? all the time. It means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's amplified when you're a little head high. I don't know if I want to be yeah, taking anything that true. induces schizophrenia. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're right, and, and yeah, Andy, I can see. Scary. I can see that if you had a mild case of schizophrenia, it might make it worse. 
I could mild see case of schizophrenia. Well, there, there are varying degrees of schizophrenia. There are varying degrees. <laughs> and, and until you have a psychotic... Well, I don't think any of them are something you want. And, well, no. Probably. But until you have a psychotic break, that can trigger the psychotic break, mm-hmm. particularly LSD and some of the other psychedelics. Oh, can yeah. trigger that oh, yeah. break yes. where where you go, you're you're gone, you're on the other side, where you don't come back, and you're, it just, you're just messed up the rest mm-hmm. of your life. I mean, As someone who is possibly night, descended from someone with schizophrenia... That's not something I'm going to be messing yeah. with. No. no, I understand that completely. Wow. I will say this, though. So we watched Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. And at one point, I opened my eyes and looked at the screen, and I said, Ricky Gervais looks like a dragon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, he did. Wow, you sure kept a lot to yourself last night. I didn't want you knowing any of this, because I didn't know what the hell was wrong. Because I would have been like, 911. <laughs> yeah, I would have gone to the Come hospital. Come and get my stoner husband. Well, I knew, that, I knew something oh was weird. Oh, my God. Well, I... Oh, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I looked like, why does he look like a dragon? Okay, well, why don't you dial it back, pal? Joe from Louisville wants to know if I could hear the number blue, (laughs) which I kind of like. Listening to a number blue. Yeah. I get it. So three level. I like the tri-level deal. Yikes. So yeah, what I would do uh, if, if you get on medical cannabis, make sure and it's make sure the, you read the label. I think the only yes. reason that it happened was one only one of the packages had, was fifty milligrams. The other were ten. Oh, that's kind of a big mistake. That's a to very make. big <laughs> mistake. If a yeah, pharmaceutical if company was like did that, years old. yeah, they would yeah. kill someone. That's not something you can do. Mm. No, you're absolutely right about that. That would not be good, but. It was an interesting experience, but I, see, I do. I will tell you, I had the experience being on that edge where if I did have, you know, a disorder or whatever, it could have triggered a, if a, you did, a break. What? You know, you. What do you mean disorder. if I did? You plenty to of disorders. What turncoat? <laughs> you know, backstabber. If you, one of the things about legalized legalized cannabis, whether it's medical or. Uh, recreational is that when you go to the dispensary, I, I really think they are, you're getting a, uh, a chemical that is much purer. It's not laced with God knows what else. Yeah. You're not, you're not right. getting this uh, backstreet kind of mixing of stuff. So that when you're getting, so, you know, Catherine said, what else was in that? I don't think anything else was in that. It was just the effect of the cannabis. So I think there's a safety factor. I think it's a real thing because they, they're putting fentanyl in the, oh, yeah. in the marijuana and everything else now mm-hmm. trying to uh, get to take the, you know, uh, get you hooked on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's nothing that I would enjoy. See, that's the whole thing. What I learned again after all these years, because the last time that happened to me, I was probably 16 years old where I smoked too much pot, you know, and looking back, it, it's like, that's not something I'm interested in is being that high to the point where you're seeing and hearing things and, you know, you're, and you're actually inside your own body, which you can't move, and you're, you're not liking it at all. I don't know why anyone would like that. I don't get it. Yeah, the illicit drug that's kind of like that of the basalt, the flocka that's down yeah. there. Oh, flocka, Florida. yeah, I've heard of that. that yep, is, I heard of flocka. You don't want to be messing with that. Those poor souls, they are flocka? really driven. Flocka, flocka yep. Flocka. Mm-hmm. Isn't it basically big, like ketamine? It, well, I don't know if it's. Yeah, I don't think it's quite like ketamine, or it's. I don't think it's the same set of drugs. It's a synthetic um, drug, but those people are. It, it just really mess up. They get this sort of. Uh, oh, what do I want to say? It's sort of this uh, uh, movement uh, sort of disorder, and they're just moving in bizarre ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is. It it Hell. is it, it's like Korea form kind of movements and. You know, and they and they and they and their their scent their skin gets sensitive, so they end up peeling their clothes off and running through the uh, streets uh, without their clothes, just just sort of driven. It just oh, just the opposite of ketamine. Yeah, Christian would be familiar with that. <laughs> I guess. Oh yeah. 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 Ketamine, Christian, they call her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not a big. I'm not into drugs either. I'm pretty square, unfortunately. I'm I'm pretty boring. I don't know about boring. I think you're pretty square, but that's a whole different deal. You know. I am square. Yeah. I, uh, the square is, is truth. There's nothing wrong with being square. Being a you know being well, a in complete Hollywood, loser. It's unusual. That's, totally... <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it yes. is. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, it is a, a whole different deal. No, you know, I don't think you're chasing that that performance high the way so many people do with drugs, mm-hmm. and I'm convinced that's what goes on. Is that you once you're when you perform, mm-hmm. you have a, you have a little bit of a high, mm. uh, and then uh, you know you know next time next time that you do a uh, 
a present uh, live live performance or a recorded piece, you know, after you're done with it, you feel good, Kristen. And depending on the intensity of that, people want that again and again and again, and they try to search out search it for it with drugs, and it just doesn't come because the endorphin release is just different. It just uh, it's just a completely internal kind of thing, and you cannot reproduce it. I could see that. Did I just hear your kitties? I think I think you did. No. 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 I no, thought my I heard your kitties. Cat meow. Oh, I could have sworn I that heard. Was weird. No, I, I have great. No. Do you have a cat in your house? <laughs> it's, are Kristen and I the only it's two people who are not high here? You're hearing you're hearing uh, you yeah. know, know, things that aren't there. Tom, it came out of your my pores and got on me. Day. They wake up at five. They sleep for all day. Wish I could. That's yeah, what cats do. We'll take a break. Yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff. 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Samantha, who started as a customer service rep and is now operations manager. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. You're very funny, Cassie. (laughs) (laughs) Clap it up, sister. (laughs) I am the space cowboy. Yeah, it was quite the uh, quite the experience, I will tell you that. But we got through it. Life is grand, so what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying, right? Yep, yes. I know exactly what you're saying because I've been there. <laughs> it is kind of interesting that the dispensary, someone put the wrong wrong yeah. prescription in my bag. Very that interesting, is a yeah. Little scary. I really think a little that little scary. extra careful. Because they are pharmacists. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I would I think go that far. I don't oh, know. No, they are. They, they have are. to be. They have to be licensed yeah. pharmacists. They're licensed for, oh, for, oh, for the yep. medical cannabis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yes. Yep. Cool. Yeah, they do. So that's the deal. But, uh, you know, we'll move on with it. I, I, it may have been a situation. My guess is it was like somebody's first day and they were just nervous as hell. But I told them, look, this was my fault. I didn't check the order. I should have double checked the order. It's my fault. Don't blame anybody. Because it, it was. If I had if I had looked through my order, I would have noticed it, and it would have moved on from there. So I take full responsibility well, did the just pill in case I go. look the same like, as the other ones? I don't know. I didn't see the other ones. I just – here's the weird part. Oh, that was the first one you the, took? Only, it was the first one I took, and it just happened oh, to be that. That's bad luck. Isn't that weird? Oh. I mean, it's just bad. Well, it's, yeah, it was bad luck, and, but it was good luck in a way because – no, it wasn't good yeah, luck good in any way. You're right. Take it and then go be behind a wheel somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, that would have been horrible. Mm. Yeah. There's no way I could have driven a car. Not a chance I could have driven a car. Right. But there are people that do 50 milligrams every day, man. I don't know what kind of pain they're in, whether it's emotionally or mentally or physically or whatever. But that's some severe pain if you need that much THC. Yeah. Jesus. At that point, it's, just uh, get like a nerve block or something. Something, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, something that would probably be a good idea. Yeah, but it's the pain is uh, in your head, not in your body many times. So that's, right. That's mm, what they're trying right, to that's exactly blunt. it. Blunt. Yeah, that's true. It's all true. I could have been Al Capone sitting fishing in my swimming pool at the end of my life saying, best communion suit in a block, ma. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> no. Okay there, Al. Once you said, oh, yeah, he had, he had syphilis and it uh, oh. rotted his brain. I thought he died in prison. Oh, no, not... he was out. They let him out to die. 
Uh, they let him out to dine. He was sitting by his pool with a fishing pole in the pool, you know, fishing line. And and all of a sudden he looks up and he goes, best communion suit on the block, Ma, thank you. Wow. Okay, Al, I think uh, <laughs> I think you've gone around the corner with this one. But yeah, antibiotics are a pretty nice invention. You have to admit. They really are. Because before yeah, if you got syphilis, that. yeah, that, that's what happened to you. Yep. So you, what, what does it do to your brain, actually? You get non-caseiform granulomas in your brain called gummas, mm-hmm. G-U-M-M-A, and, it's, and, it's, and it just sort of takes over and just takes over your brain and messes with it. And where it grows determines you this sort of psychotic behavior. Uh, yeah, my, my experience with secondary syphilis is I, I did see a patient when I was a, when I was a resident showed up uh, uh, for, for an exam. And I examined him, looked at him, he had a rash all over his body, and there's only two rashes that go all over your body, including the palms of your hands. Mm-hmm. One is almost always lethal, and the other is secondary syphilis. So that guy, yeah. and I checked the VDRL, it was positive, he had secondary syphilis. Whoa, what a weird deal that was. Yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. You know, we shouldn't talk, someone that lives a pure, sweet life like Kristen, who lives in Hollywood, we're nothing like that. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I know, I know so it's so hard to up? believe. I'm like an anomaly here. <laughs> you are. Oh, you absolutely are. No doubt about that. So, are there any are there any new TV shows or movies coming out that we should know about? Because they this time of the year they hold back on releasing good movies, don't they? For some reason. There's two good things coming your way. Um, good. First of all, Jordan Peele has us coming up on Friday. Oh, I heard that's great. Horror film. Yeah, I'm going tonight. I'm super excited. I cannot wait. Um, but everyone I know who has seen it already loves it. There, I, even though we just put to bed Oscars, they're already talking Oscars for him again. He, remember, he won screenplay for uh, best screenplay yeah, for Get yep. Out last year. Right, right. So, which I yeah. never saw. Should I He's, see Get Out? Oh, I can't believe you haven't seen Get Out. It's so your genre. Is it you really? Love horror. Yeah, you love horror and thriller. You're gonna love it. I thought you could say, you love rotting the brains of black men. Thanks, Kristen. I appreciate no, it. No, but Isn't you that what should it's all have a screener of it from last year's. But you should have I do. a yeah, last we do year's screener it. from Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, yeah. You should watch it before you we go do. see us. You'll get a feel for your about, style. Isn't it about white people are really jealous of black people and therefore they want to take over his personality or something? What, what is it? Mm, Something no. like that, but... It's more like they want to so collect them. They want more of them in their town because they're they think they're like cool, but no one wants to go to that town because they're all crazy. So they resort to basically kidnapping and brainwashing them so they'll stay. Yeah, they're brainwashed. Oh, so it, oh they're brainwashed. So they, do they stay? Or well, never mind. I should probably watch the movie. It sounds like a ridiculous premise it. to me. Well, it is a ridiculous. But I mean, it sounds premise. ridiculous. It's so well written and it's smart. It's oh, smart it? oh, and it? it's sharp writing. Yeah, and it's... It, it, that's what I like about Jordan Peele is the fact that he's taking the horror genre, which usually is like ninety minutes of you know silly kind of fun. Yeah, and he's making yeah. it more of a think piece, and it's it's just really well done. So and it's original. Sounds like an original idea. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Sounds original. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't see it. I, to tell you the truth, there are a lot of new movies that came out that I didn't see. Because we were talking about that yesterday on the show. The fact that movies are just nowhere near as good as they used to be, which is really sad. The TV's doing a good job, I think. So, you know, you, yeah. you balance it all out. Um, and the I other thing that I think you should true. see is... Yeah, the other thing I'm going to recommend coming out on Friday. And this is really for the 80s babies, but... Um, the Dirt, which is based off of Motley Crue's book, nah. and uh, it talks about their story. It's coming out on Netflix on Friday. It's called The Dirt? The Dirt. It's based off of the book that Motley Crue wrote about sort of their rise to fame in music and like right. the debauchery and everything else. Their story is hilarious because you could never live that story now in 2019. It just... You wouldn't be as successful or anything else. Like the '80s were just kind of like the heyday of craziness, and um, you really get a feel for what it was like for them because there were a lot of lows. I mean, there were a lot of highs because they were high as well. But uh, I think you really get a feel for the roller coaster of their um, rise in the music industry. 
Yeah, okay. Well, you know, that sounds pretty interesting. I'm still involved in classic rock, obviously, so it's something I should see. But, um, so, uh, yeah, everybody, everybody's going wild for us. They can't wait till it comes out. comes out this Friday. It's called Us, right? Us, yep. And what's it about? What's that about? <clears throat> this one is about people that start morphing into you. So <laughs> there's, like, one family... Um, and they encounter sort of these zombie people, and then they morph into the shape of who you are. And then like they start invasion of and the body you. snatchers kind of stuff. Kind of, kind of. Hmm. So I'm really, so, yeah, I'm going to see it tonight. Really looking forward to it. So is, is there a is there a statement on black and whiteness in the movie? I don't know. I haven't seen the film. I so certainly I hope not. Yeah, I don't either. I, yeah. Although because it's George Peel, and it's going to be smartly written. I know. Yeah. Toy Story 4 is out, right? Is it mm, out? Not yet, I don't think. No, it's coming out oh. uh, this summer, but they did release another trailer. Um, and you get oh, a little bit of a feel um, for the new character, which is Forky. And Forky is uh, basically a spork who has been decorated by a child and is now their their favorite toy. So the trailer's out. You'll see it on social media. It's really cute. Yeah, Twitter's going crazy for this. That's why I thought it was out. It's like, Toy Story 4, Toy Story 4. Well, of course. No, so that'd be good. Yeah. That'd be a good thing. It's a thing. summer release. Now, Kristen, I do have to ask you, are you an, an NCAA basketball fan at all? No. So you don't, you don't care about sports <laughs> at all, do you? I do, actually. I follow NCAA gymnastics. I said sports. That is a sport. I would like to I see know, you do anything <laughs> that one of those gymnasts does. Go ahead. That's okay, you right stop teasing her. Who just mocked me because that is rude. <laughs> I was just kidding, you big baby. Um, no, gymnastics. Baby. No, people... well, that's... no, you are. Why don't you get up on the beam and take a walk, Tom? <laughs> You're the one no, that slept for 12 hours. You should not be grumpy and wearing your grumpy pants today. Find a new there pair of pants to wear. I will find a new pair of pants to wear, I promise that. No, gymnastics, it is pretty amazing, <laughs> oh, with no doubt about totally that. Now, did you do gymnastics in high school or college or something? No, I didn't. I just love the sport. I followed it. You just love the sport? Uh, I do love the sport. I love the... Um, Magnificent Seven when they won in Atlanta, and I kind of have followed mm-hmm. it ever since. Nadia Comaneci, I know that name. That was what nineteen seventy six. Oh, was it really? Oh my God, it was that long yeah. ago. Holy Hannah. Yeah. That is. That was the Carolis' are... first gymnast, and now they're completely exiled from the sport. Oh, that's right. That's exactly right. The um. Yeah, those people are in incredible shape and can do unbelievable things like the uh, – I don't think people realize to do the Iron Cross is uh, quite as hard as it uh, – they make it look so easy. Give it a whirl sometime. See if you can do that. Wow. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, do. they do. And require surgery it's, to repair it. It's no joke. That's why I don't it have unbelievable. Can't rip them. <laughs> well, that's the reason. That's great news. That is great news. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, I I can understand that whole deal. But NCAA basketball for for uh, a lot of people, well, Minnesota often uh, never had a great team unless you go way back. We've had teams that have gone to the uh, the Great Eight, and we've had teams that have gone to Sweet Sixteen, but we've never won an NCAA championship in my lifetime. Anyway, I know that. But for some reason, uh, I don't know. It's just a, it's a hell of a sport. It's, it, I think people like to watch people. Maybe that's why you like gymnastics, because I could understand that as well. You like to watch people doing things that you couldn't do, you know? Like, you know, watching professional football. And, yeah, th- things you wish you could do. That's exactly right. So I think yeah. that's the whole deal, the basketball skills, football, baseball. I think for a lot of people, that, that is what it is. They wish they could do those things, and, they, and we can't do them. That's just how it is. I wish I could be a baseball player and make $333 million from the Philadelphia Eagles like uh, like Bryce Harper. That would be good. That would be fun. $333 million. You believe that? That's a nice sum. And that's his guarantee? It is a nice that's sum. That's guaranteed for him? 
guaranteed money, $333 million for 13 years, I think it is, wow. to play baseball. And then, by the way, after he signed the deal, he came to camp five days late. <laughs> so what does that tell you? Jeez. It's just one of those deals. I'll but, show uh, up when I show up, people. I'll show up when I feel like. I guess he's incredibly arrogant, but I suppose maybe that's where he needs to be to play at the level at which he plays. Maybe you have to have that arrogance. I don't know. I've never talked to him, so I don't know if he's a good guy or not, but... A lot of people I know that have talked to him said he's incredibly arrogant. So a third, again, of, maybe a third of a billion dollars for an entertainer. That's correct. That's exactly right. For a guy to play baseball, uh, but he does work seven months a year. What do you want, Ralph? <laughs> seven months a year work. You know, what do you expect? Got to put in those long days of three-hour baseball games. Oh. No, it, it takes a lot of work to be a professional baseball player off the field, obviously. But uh, I never – again, when I was a kid, Harmon Killebrew made hundred grand a year, and we thought that was a fortune, 100000 a year. And now it's $33, $40 million a year, whatever it is. I think it's $30 million a year he signed for or something like that, 27 and a half or – I don't know what the hell it is. But I know that the total is $333 million over the rest of his career. Which is pretty stunning, Kristen. How many? Uh, how much talent in Hollywood makes that much money? Are there many? Uh, not- you know, no. And you know, they really make money make money like that off of brands and things like that. That's why every actor is starting like a lifestyle brand, yeah. or why you saw yeah. George Clooney, you know, doing Casamigos, and then they sold it for a billion dollars. Like he does not have right. to work anymore if he doesn't want to. I mean, now he's just picking and choosing projects. And otherwise, just spending time with his wife and the twins. It's, it's a great position to be in, honestly. Mm, oh, God, yeah. There's no question about that. I tried to do the same thing with vodka, but it didn't go anywhere. What are you going to do? No, I didn't. That's a flat-out lie. But in any case. <laughs> all right, sister. So so what are you – now, what are you co- – what's the next thing you're covering personally? What's the next thing I'm covering? I'm in the middle of World mm-hmm. of Dance right now. So that's what I'm covering oh, yeah, right okay, now. Right. But. On Sunday, I will be at the So You Think You Can Dance auditions, which uh, are in the process. Mm-hmm. They've already done the first round. I'm going around two with all the judges. So that's kind of uh, where I'm at. I like it. It in works the middle for of me. dance competition shows. Works for me. And I do like gymnastics, you big baby. Who doesn't love Simone Biles? She's a goat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, my dear. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Sounds good. Bye. Thanks a lot. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, will be back.